For many enterprises, planning for the impact of a breach takes into account the obvious. What organizations are required to report publicly, theft of personally identifiable information, payment data, and personal health information. In assessing a breach, enterprises calculate the cost of customer notification, credit monitoring, and legal judgments. But according to the business advisory firm Deloitte & Touche, the cost of the obvious represents just the tip of the iceberg, a mere 3.5% of the total cost of a breach. More than 90% of the costs involves the part of the iceberg beneath the surface in lost business, devaluation of trade names, and lost value of customer relationships. Emily Mossberg is a principal in Deloitte's advisory's cyber risk service business, and she says when evaluating the impact of a breach, enterprises often tend to treat all risks equally. Today, in many cases, there's what I, what I refer to as a peanut butter approach to cyber risk and cyber risk programs, and it's that basically means, you know, everything is looked at with the same level of priority. Everything is given the same level of controls and focus. And when you really pull back the covers and understand what the true impact to your business can be from a financial perspective and from a broader business perspective, you start to see there are certain types of loss. There are certain types of impact. There are certain areas of your organization where if there's a theft or if there's a disruption, there's going to be a longer term and bigger business impact. And so should we start changing the way in which we're allocating our resources to these programs and really start prioritizing more some of those areas that to date haven't been discussed as much? Mossberg says organizations need a new model on how to evaluate the impact of a breach on the entire enterprise. It's not necessarily, you know, hey, open your eyes, this is costing more than you think. It's more about are you truly identifying the risks that are the most important to your organization? Have you truly identified the biggest impacts to your enterprise? And should you be looking at this through a different lens? maybe a lens that's not quite as technical as you've been using to date, to truly understand the business impact, therefore reprioritize the way in which you're executing your cyber risk program. To help organizations better visualize this holistic approach to breach risk assessment, Deloitte created two scenarios of major breaches, one targeting a healthcare insurer and the other involving a technology vendor. Both of our scenarios are fictitious in nature, but the way in which we laid out and structured the fictitious company as well as the incident were based upon our experiences both with the industry itself and what an, an organization in that industry looks like as well as our experience related to helping to remediate and recover from some of the cyber incidents that have occurred. We brought together both the industry experience and the cyber experience to construct these uh, fictitious scenarios, but create them in a way that was as realistic as possible in terms of what may actually play out for a real enterprise. Let's take a look at the scenario involving the healthcare insurer. It's a company of 50,000 employees with $60 billion in annual revenue. Regulated by state and federal authorities, the insurer has nearly 24 million members in the United States, including 60% who subscribe through their employers. In this scenario, a laptop containing nearly 3 million patient records had been stolen after noticing that some of its clients' employees' information was showing up for sale on the dark web, as well as a significant increase in new user accounts. The company shut down for two weeks physical access to a patient care application. That resulted in coverage and claims validation being conducted manually. 
Before service could be restored, new user accounts had to be issued for all application users, and new application system controls were put in place. Using various financial modeling techniques to estimate the value of losses, Deloitte pegged the cost of the breach at nearly $1.7 million. Nearly half the loss was in the value of lost contract revenue, simply because the turmoil surrounding the breach, the insurer could not raise premiums on its clients. Typically, the way that the industry works is year over year, there's an increase in the premium associated with the particular coverage. What we're saying in this scenario, based upon what we've seen, is the ability to raise that premium year over year would be impacted based upon the fact that this incident occurred. And in order to retain contracts and retain their client base, they would be forced to keep their premiums steady and then gradually be able to go back to the the typical increases. Deloitte calculates it would take five years before the healthcare insurer could raise premiums to meet market conditions. The study also reckons that one quarter of the loss from the breach would be in the diminishing of the value of customer relationships. Based upon the fact that there is an impact to attrition and there's an impact to attracting new members when there is an incident of this type that's occurred. In the second scenario, Deloitte envisions a U.S. technology company with 60,000 employees and yearly revenues of $40 billion. Its growth strategy rests on innovation to support the management of the Internet of Things and holds hundreds of contracts with clients across multiple sectors, including several very large ones with the federal government. According to the scenario, the federal government informs the tech manufacturer that a foreign nation state breached the company's IT network. The hackers pilfered intellectual property related to multiple product lines. Sales associated with those products were projected to be 25% of the company's overall revenue the following five years. And despite efforts to keep the breach secret, a tech blog 30 days after the incident revealed that a foreign entity may reverse engineer the company's IoT products. So in this instance, the lost contract revenue is a little bit more direct. It's not focused on a loss of value associated with an overarching set of contracts. It's focused on the loss of a particular contract. The assumption made in this instance is that there was a five-year contract with a federal agency that made up 5% of the total annual revenue. And that particular contract is canceled because of the breach. And the loss of that one contract represented nearly half of the manufacturer's total breach cost of $3.3 million. The operational disruption caused by the breach also took a heavy financial toll on the company, equating to more than one-third of the breach costs. In that scenario, there is a significant breach of intellectual property, and that breach of intellectual property causes a chain of events. It causes particular product lines to have to be reevaluated and additional research and development done to those product lines. In doing that, there is a delay in sales and shipments associated with those products. That starts to have impacts on the sales force. And so there's a ripple effect in terms of loss of people from a sales force perspective. When you start to look at the additional R&D, when you start to look at the ripple from loss of sales and loss of sales force, and then you start to also look at the fact that there is additional redesign and additional focus in the cybersecurity program of the organization itself, there is a number of different ripples that lead to quite a large um, impact from an operational disruption perspective. 
Though these scenarios were made up, Mossberg reiterates that they're based on real-life situations and provide a roadmap to organizations on how they should approach planning for the aftermath of a major breach. Understanding the scenarios, understanding what areas of your business would lead to the loss of those contracts. Is there Are there particular product lines? Are there particular service lines? What data ties to those service lines and product lines? What does that mean in terms of the systems and the applications that support that data? What does that mean in terms of the business processes and the functions? And those then become the areas where you're really focused in on these are the areas where we should be investing the most from a cyber perspective because these are the areas that have the highest potential impact. That's Emily Mossberg of Deloitte. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.